everybody, and welcome to Movie Guys Podcast. I'm joined with Eric and Ed, and tonight we're talking about, well, my favorite horror franchise, Friday the 13th retrospective episode. Hey guys, how you doing tonight? Hanging out, man. Very good. Very well, brother man. How's that hanging, my man? Nice and easy, I guess, right? <laughs> a little to the right. A little to the right. A little right. Right, really? I'm a little when when you right. asked it, like, I mean, there's only a few responses that you can get without it becoming too casually dull, right? And it's, yeah. It's like, that's something that I would see out of a movie. It's just, <laughs> what, what, what would you say, nice, nice and easy? Like, oh yeah, that's like the, appro- the most appropriate or honest answer I think I've ever heard. <laughs> oh, it's, it's, it's hanging there. It's dripping a little bit, you know. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> oh, shit. You know, like I announced that my uh, I announced that my wife was pregnant a few weeks ago, and my God, I have not seen somebody throw up so much, and I've been through college. Jesus Christ! Yeah, <laughs> this morning sickness is no joke. My God! Oh man, <laughs> poor is girl. It, is, is it awkward? You just like uh, well, because uh, like, yeah, you, you want to help, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's just like, oh, what do I? Oh God, what do I do? But uh, get her a towel, no, some water, <laughs> I guess. You know? No, yeah, it's the. You know, I've held her hair twice, and it's just like you just stand there, like, okay, this is happening right now, you know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's when you, I mean, you have you have literally done everything, you know, with your spouse when that happens. It's yeah. like, yeah. But uh, speaking of everything with your spouse, this is actually going around. Uh, Friday the thirteenth, I had to put Gina, who's my wife, through a test. I did to all my girlfriends. Ed, you know this story. Mm-hmm. Eric, you don't know this yet, and the fans don't know it. A test? Oh, God, yeah. When I I was, I'm kind of, well, since I'm older now, I've kind of gone away from it. But Friday the 13th, this series was my series. I would watch this every weekend, every week. I, I have comic books. I have action figures, scripts with signatures. I have Ted White's autograph. I've interviewed Ted White, interviewed Kane Hodder. Like, I, Friday the 13th is my shit. So, um, in college, long story short, every girlfriend I've ever had, if I thought there were going to be something worthwhile, I would put them through the Friday the 13th test and see how many movies they can get in without saying, okay, you're fucking crazy, I'm done with you. <laughs> and uh, Gina was the only one. And it so happened that we started dating when the new when the new remake came out. So we watched all, all 11 movies. 11 days straight, and then we went out and saw the remake with my Jason mask and machete, and she's oh, still married. Oh, dear God. Me, so I'm just saying. <laughs> I think she was the crazy one. <laughs> you know, we, there's someone out there for everyone, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Not so much anymore now. I haven't seen these movies in a long time. Uh, the last bit of fandom for me was, uh, well, the two bits of fandom was two years ago. If you guys haven't checked it out yet, and for the fans, definitely check this out. I, I actually think it's something for everybody to buy if you're a big horror fan. It's called uh, Crystal Lake Memories. It is a four-disc Blu-ray set, and it's six and a half hours documentary of all 12 Friday the 13th films. Oh, wow. And if, if you want to know everything about Friday the 13th, it's the documentary for you. But my last bit of fandom is my brother and I, just uh, paid seventy dollars for the uh, 
Friday the 13th video game Kickstarter campaign. So let's talk about that real quick. Do you guys know there's a new game coming out this year? Or not? I, I did. I saw that trailer, and I know it because I am real hyped for it. It looks <laughs> amazing. I hope that whatever blood that I saw in that trailer, I hope that they add more. And it, it looked really cool from what I saw so far. And I, too, had actually uh, did my part in supporting that because I would, I would very much pay for that game. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Very, very much. Ed, do you have any idea? Yeah, I saw. I, I saw the trailer. I, uh, I agree with you guys. I think it looks amazing. The only one, in, in my opinion, it's the greatest horror game of all time. Well, second greatest behind Clock Tower, was the one that was for NES, and say maybe it was Sega too. I don't remember. But you would walk around Crystal Lake. You'd try to find things, and all of a sudden, Jason would just appear. Yeah. Yeah. Purple. Jason. I, don't, I don't know if you remember that one. <laughs> purple Jason. Oh, yeah, yeah, purple Jason. Purple and you'd, Jason. you'd have to find a way to run away from him, and you couldn't fight him because he'd kill you, and then the game yeah. would end. Oh, yeah. No, that game sucked. It was difficult as shit. But I'm really stoked <laughs> about this game. I think this is a great thing to start off with, our discussion about this game, because Friday 13th starting to get a fandom again. Kane Hodder's coming back as Jason. He just got done doing motion capture. Tom Savini's doing all the makeup and all the effects for them to model for the game. Well, he was. Uh, uh no, no, no. Yeah, he's uh, uh, he still is. Didn't he die? I thought he died. Tom Savini? No, he's still alive. Um, Are we Sean, sure about this? Absolutely. Uh, Sean Cunningham, the director and the creator of the first movie, came back for the game. And also, uh, I think his name is Harry Manfredini. He's the guy who came up with the score, the song. So that's that's all in the game as well. <laughs> What sucks, though, this is what pissed me off, which they didn't say in Kickstarter. I will say this. It's only online only. You buy the physical disc, but you have to do multiplayer. There's no single player, you, and a bunch of bots. You have to play online. Have to. I'm fine with that. That's uh, pretty fun. I mean, because... Works for me. In, in, this game has, has become, like, such... A, a fan favorite. I mean, just pretty much the the idea of what it is, where there's one central villain and he's chasing you, and oh yeah, you, you gotta run away and not get caught. It's it's almost it's almost like a like a childish game, right? I mean, it's something that yeah, you, you like a tag or something like that. So that's basically what what kind of the movie is, and it's carried on so well because of that theme that like uh, you know just different things have have kind of grown from it. I in when I used to play Call of Duty all the time, we used to play something. Uh, like that in uh, in custom mode. So people, other people would call it Michael Myers too, you know. But yeah. uh, pretty much the the same kind of idea where one person is it, and they only get a knife, and they got to run around and, and kill everybody. It was, it was really fun. Oh yeah, and, and also too, I guess to end the conversation on the game and go to the movies. What we're here to discuss. What I like about this game is that when you pick one of the seven counselors, they're all stereotypes. Like, what's, that's one of the things I found out, too, that I really like. So if you pick the jock, you're very strong and you're very fast, but oh, you don't know how to fix it. Bimbo with tits, please. Yes. <laughs> I want to be the virgin. That's what I want to do, because I am one, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, how we got pregnant was we prayed to baby Jesus. Yep. And uh, <laughs> what, a, what a gift. What know? a gift. Eric, <laughs> I got to tell you this story. We're going to get off Friday the 13th for a second, but I got to tell you this story. Ed knows this one. So my wife and I were getting married, and we had to do marriage counseling to the guy who was going to marry us, you know, you know, you know, for the priest. Sure. Anyway, he didn't want to talk to us about sex. It was very uncomfortable for him. So he gave us this book 
about a woman who goes around, which is like kind of like a documentary style, and she interviews different couples. Well, it's a Christian book. Sure. There's, there is a point in the book where my wife cracks up laughing, and she said, read this. And, we, and I read it. It's, it says in this book, and I quote, I forget the name, next time I'll remember to tell you. The best way to enjoy a sexual experience with your new partner is to stand in front of each other, undress each other, and then sit at the foot of the bed nude and pray to baby <laughs> Jesus to welcome him into the bedroom while you court your What? Bed. No, it didn't. Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. Is that how that works? Yes. Is that? Oh, man, dude. All those sex ed classes that I've been taught, they got it all wrong. Like, if... <laughs> that, that's way easier. You just gotta pray for it, and, it, and baby got, Jesus flies in through the window. And but see, <laughs> but see, Eric, that's the bad gives you, part. Gives you the gift. You're praying to baby Jesus. That's the part that's fucked up. Well, yeah, not like that Satan worshiping stork, right? <laughs> no, you gotta pray to baby Jesus. <laughs> Anywho, sorry, fans, but I that, that's why I like being Catholic because the only thing they say is you, as long as you're open to the idea of kids, you can fuck. Is your wife as much as you want? Yeah, you don't, well, to, you don't have to pray. You don't have to pray to little baby Jesus. You don't have to pray to anybody. Just fuck oh. your wife and come inside her and hope. To, and maybe you'll have a kid. Maybe you won't. As long as you're open to it, you're totally fine. Yeah, like how, oh, does, how does that work, man? Like, do you do you re release underneath the pillow and sleep over it at night? And when you wake <laughs> up, you you know you take the baby and you put it in in your wife's vagina. Yeah, I mean that's that's how it works, man. I mean, like, and then it, and I then mean, it grows like it like an oven. That's what they say. Do you you got a bun in the oven? Exactly. That's how that's how Mary Jesus' mom got pregnant. Yeah, that that's what inspired them to make ovens. And they're just like yeah. that idea. And they're like, oh, you know what? If we actually applied this to other stuff, we can cook food with it. Yeah, and then well, of course she they got, got she, yeah. Yeah, Mary and uh, Shmi Skywalker got pregnant the same way. The Force manipulated the Metachlorians into creating a savior. There we go. Yeah, I think that was all invented by uh, Ben Franklin, too. So, just yeah. another <laughs> thing America's good for. All right, let's get and back on, we, uh, And Jerry Falwell just prayed for our deaths. <laughs> all right, guys, let's talk about Friday the 13th. We're just going to talk about the game, so let's talk about the movies. I'm a big fan fan of the idea of there's two different types of Friday 13th the, the Friday the 13th movies. There is okay, so here's the question. What is the what is your favorite Friday the 13th movie and what is your favorite Jason movie? Do we want to specify uh. the difference between the two? So my opinion is the difference is a Friday a Friday the 13th movie is it's just a good overall flick. No problems, it's a good 80s slasher movie with titties. I'm happy. A Jason movie is the movie sucks, the script sucks, the acting sucks, but Jason just does what he does best, man. So, who so what you're saying is a Jason movie is four through infinity, and Friday the 13th <laughs> is one, two, and three. Uh, a lot of people disagree. Um, I guess here, just to get you an, IP, uh, just get an idea, my favorite Friday the 13th movie is part four, the final ch chapter. Oh. My favorite Jason movie. You're gonna, gonna say that one. My favorite Jason movie, which in my opinion is the best because it's so fun, is Jason Eight Takes Manhattan. Oh my god, I <laughs> yes. fucking hate the fact that you love Takes Manhattan. I oh, hate that fucking wait, movie so much. Wait, just wait. Hey Eric. Yeah. I know the fans can't see. Check this out. Uh, yeah. Give me some visual for the. Uh... 
Yeah, look at wait, that. Wait, look wait, at wait, that. Wait, wait. Let's go. Let's go. Let me see it. Oh wow, you actually have a poster from that movie. I have a poster for that movie, and then I also from the original. Three D poster. poster. And people wonder how he gets laid, let alone got married. <laughs> That's pretty cool, though. I like. No, 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 because because that that other one, the the smaller one, you need to get that one framed, dude. Like. Oh yeah. Take care of your posters. Cause like, I, oh, yeah. I got a lot of the, these weird classic posters too. I, they, I showed this Evil Dead one that was uh, from, from Taiwan. Oh my. Oh, that's oh, well, oh wow. Not going to be good for the for the podcast. Sorry, everyone. Maybe, <laughs> no, maybe, maybe, well, I'll, maybe I'll, I'll just take a picture and, and, and throw it up there. But uh, yeah. It's, uh... Well, I, I've, always, I've always admired your Metropolis poster. Yeah, and you guys haven't seen the Nightmare Before Christmas one. This one is big. It's about five feet tall. Oh, my God. Nice. I had a Nightmare Before Christmas birthday for five years. Yeah, it's, it's like, this is the, <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's legit. It's, the, it's a hard, it's a hard poster, too. Oh, oh look at that one. So, I, I paid a crackhead 60 bucks to steal it from a star theater. <laughs> nice. That's a true story. He, That's what they're good for. I well, I even I even made up the plan for him to do it. I was like, this is how you do it because there was a little time in my life where I love stealing. And oh man, you know what? There was a, there was a, a a Jason one actually. That they oh, had was there really? Damn it! Now that I think about it. yeah, because there's a few ones that I, that I, I I saw that I actually like stood out and I wanted. This was one that I made for Christmas, a Jurassic Park one, which was just oh. that just plain and simple, beautiful black logo coming yeah. soon. It was great, and then uh, an Aladdin one, uh, but like you know the Disney Aladdin one where it was like yeah. uh, just all the characters kind of like in the parade, the Sultan parade. Yeah, I <laughs> know, I know that one. I've seen that. You one. You know what I'm talking about, right? Very, yeah. very, <laughs> very bright, very colorful, very yeah. You know, just it was really cool. And then there was um, uh, a Friday the Thirteenth, the uh, the original. Hmm. Well, Eric, what great. is your favorite Friday the Thirteenth movie? Was it Part Four? I like the final chapter, yeah. Uh, more, I like it with Jason. Uh, as much as the the Mrs. Voorhees, uh, uh, you know, part is is cool. Like I I, I do like it. And uh, was it uh, the the leg scenes always always kind of freaked me out. Was it? Um, remember when they went back? Was it Friday Part Two where they actually he was actually coming out of the water and, and grabbing people off the canoe and shit? That was the first movie. That was the first. Movie. That was only the only time that ever happened. Yeah, it, that that part scared the shit out of me. Like, don't get oh, me yeah. wrong. Like, you know, you just go camping after that. And you're just like, nah, I don't think I want to go in a canoe anymore. But you know, because Jason's <laughs> is gonna jump out with that stuff and pull me down in there. But uh, no, I, I like mine. Hockey mask, Jason, straight up. Okay. And uh, Friday the Thirteenth was just the first one that I had seen. Uh, it was at cousin's house, and uh, I I just it 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 held weight. You know, I thought that yeah. the, it was just more like because the first two had a little more of a gritty, grittier feel as far as the work. So maybe it was the, t the technology that kind of uh, or the different lens that maybe helped out a bit for my experience. But or is it because the facts? And I'm sorry, I'm the fat guy in this one. Sean S. Cunningham ripped off Halloween, and that's why the first two are just terrible quality. Because yeah. Sean Cunningham, the, the original director and writer of the first film. He wanted to make a ripoff of Bad News Bears, but he wanted to make it as a soccer picture. Yeah. And the studio said, well, you, you look, you have to do something successful first, so you got to come up with something. You know what's really big right now? Horror films. 
films. So he watches Halloween and says, hey, wait a minute. Nobody's made a movie about Friday the 13th. I'm going to do that. And that's how he came up with Friday the 13th. And the original franchise was not supposed to be about Jason. It was supposed to be an anthology series, a different killer really? every movie. That was the original concept. Completely changed. And now we get what we get because if you really, really think about it, the timeline of Friday the 13th makes no goddamn sense. <laughs> but that's all 80s horror film, if you think about it. They're not supposed to really make sense. You have a killer. You have your stereotypical characters, and they die in the order in which they're stereotyped. And, you know, and it, that, that's just the 80s horror genre, you know. Yeah. And, and that's, why, that's why for me, like, Friday the 13th, the first one is beautifully done. You know, they. It, you never really know who the killer is. You're thinking about it, and then all of a sudden that you find out it's Mrs. Voorhees, the mom. Who just died that, this last year. Yeah, yeah, and that was, that was sad. We, I think you and I were texting about it. <laughs> yeah. That um, was sad. But, you know, that, in my opinion, to answer that question, that's my favorite uh, Friday the 13th horror film. Okay. My favorite Jason one, and you guys are going to hate this, and the only reason I wanted to interject here on this is Freddy versus Jason. I That's not don't a bad mind pick. that. I actually don't think that there as far as Jason movies go, like I they're all enjoyable in their own way. Even Jason X. Sorry. Yeah. Jason X yeah, awesome. you're exactly right. I agree. I agree. They're like, they're all thoroughly enjoyable in their own. If you like, just take them for what they are, you can utterly enjoy them. Enjoy a super Jason in space. When you can, yeah, come on, yeah. you know, Uber Jason, that's you just know, amazing. You liked the Super Shredder. You're gonna like, you know, I mean, come on, Super yeah. Shredder. <laughs> that's a good, uh, that's a good comparison because that's pretty much what it is. It's Super Shredder. That's really what it, it looked like. That's what Super Shredder would look like if he actually survived that dock falling on him. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I tell you this, I tell you this, so the one that doesn't get a lot of hype actually is Part 8, because that's one that a lot of people hate, and that's actually the movie that killed the franchise. Takes Manhattan killed the franchise, and uh, I well, love Because the sewers lot. are filled with molten nuclear slime. <laughs> that wasn't? <laughs> okay, all right, so let's talk about why I like Part 8. Part oh eight my is, God. Part 8 is the most ridiculous film you'll ever see in your life. Let's just talk about geography for a second. Let's try to be realistic for one second here. Camp Crystal Lake is, takes place throughout all seven films in New Jersey. One more time. Camp Crystal Lake takes place in New Jersey. And part eight, they board a cruise ship from Camp Crystal Lake, which is a pond lake thing. It, it's not connected <laughs> to any major body of water. And, first of all, a cruise ship cannot fit into a small lake like that, but let's just go with it. And they take a cruise ship from New Jersey to Manhattan. It makes no fucking sense. Well, Jordan, whatsoever. correct me on this. Could, I, I thought it was – I thought it was – and I could be wrong because I was wrong about Tom Savini. I, but I could be wrong about a lot of things. Uh, I thought it was like this uh, – like a yacht – this no. high school prom yacht. Was I wrong? No. Am I wrong about that? It was a high school cruise ship. Okay. From New All Jersey right. to New York. Oh, my God. And here's the funny thing. It says Jason takes Manhattan, but he doesn't actually do anything until the last 15 minutes. He kills kids on the ship. The whole movie takes place on the ship. 
<laughs> which makes no sense. But the original screenplay, which I own, is amazing. And to the fans that are listening, to you guys, tell me you want to want to see this movie because they just didn't have the budget. The original concept was 30 minutes on the ship and the last hour in New York. Jason was going to climb the Empire State Building nice. and kill a kid on the top and throw him over. He was going to kill a kid in the Statue of Liberty's head. Nice. <laughs> he was going to go on a Broadway show of cats and murder the cast and the kids. <laughs> he, he's just hitting all the touristy spots. See, that's your problem, Jason. Traffic's going to be horrible. There's going to be crowds <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> Everyone's going to see you. Oh, yeah. And, of course, all they had the budget for was Times Square, which is just ridiculous. But and he's, he's in it for 10 seconds in Times Square. He, you just see him and his, like, knife, and then he just walks away. Well, of course, he lifts up his max when he when he kicks some kid's yeah. boombox. Hey, motherfucker. And then he lifts yeah, up his max. Yeah, they go for the scare <laughs> factor. Is, I, have, I have defended this movie for years. It is a terrible movie. I've never said this movie's great. But if you have seven to ten beers in you and you're with your buddies and maybe a few, if you're smoking the devil's lettuce, then maybe <laughs> it's the greatest thing ever. It the is so lettuce. much fun. The devil's lettuce. I'm trying to think uh, uh, which one maybe have been the um, – I don't know. Because I like Jason Goes to Hell too. That one might, was actually one of my oh, first that ones. Was that was a good one too. That, yeah, that's well, a good the, one. I, I actually had the mask from that one. I actually had like the, the – the, the plated mask. Yeah, that one, I went for Halloween on that one. That one, that, that one was really cool. I loved that mask a lot. But that one was. Uh, I remember as a kid, I tried to convince my dad because it had just came out, and I was just you know I was a young kid, and I was like, "Hey, Dad, we should get to rent this." And he's just like, "I don't know about that, Eric." And I remember looking in the back and like, "Oh, we should," because I wasn't allowed to watch R-rated movies. I was like, "Oh, good. It says unrated at the back, Dad." <laughs> See, we, it doesn't matter. That means that means yeah. we can watch it. It's not R-rated. Smart move, Eric. No, I, I, actually, guys, to be honest with you, that's my least favorite one out of the whole franchise. That one is terrible. It fucks up the, it fucks up the mythology. Uh, it it kind of rips great. off from Halloween and the Michael Myers thing because that's when, and that one I remember, that's when the bounty hunter then started saying, like, oh, well, I found out, everybody, that the only real way to kill Jason Voorhees is if a bloodline member is the one that kills yes. him. Yes. Yes, and then Jason was transferring bodies by kissing face with other people, by transporting yeah. them. Yeah, the, the, the possession thing, yeah. Now, it had a great kill. It had one of the best kills, which we've got to talk about, the kills in this franchise. One of the best kills in the franchise, though, was in Part 9, when the guy and girl were fucking in the tent, and she was on top, and the black guy, who was supposed to be Jason, stabs her through with a road sign and splits her up. Nice. That was an amazing kill. And well, my little... favorite one is still when Kevin Bacon gets stabbed from underneath the, oh, the uh... <laughs> mattress kill, baby. Oh, that's weak saw. Oh, that's weak. Uh, I love that kill. I th for the time, it was it, that no, was no, 1980. Yeah, that was, that was 1980. Really cool, man. Mattress, cool. mattress kill was pretty cool. Oh, come on. Nothing beats the wheelchair with the machete in the face going down the stairs. Come on, Jason killed the guy with no <laughs> okay. legs, man. Okay, that was true. That was true. Which one was that? Well, I, re I remember that kill, but I don't remember which movie that was. Two. Well, you know, okay. The, you know, the, the, uh, the Freddy kill scene was, was pretty cool when, when Freddy was brought back. Oh? And, and remember that part where in the, in the lock, I, an eye socket, I guess? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. And Jason that was like, whoa. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay, so, so uh, uh, 
explain to to everyone who uh, maybe has a question of this. What is what is Jason's motivation to just constantly kill? I know it's. I mean, revenge is such a such a, a cop out way to say it, but he's got to have. There's got to be some reason why Jason goes around just fueled by by murder. It was established in part two, and I watched it this week to prepare for the podcast, that Jason doesn't kill just to kill. Jason is a little hermit that we find out in number two living in a little shack. He kills when people are around his territory, around Camp Crystal Lake. He doesn't seek out anybody. He wants to kill the kids because he wants to finish the work that his mother tried to complete, which is nobody was watching Jason when he drowned. All they were doing was having sex and smoking the devil's lettuce. So... (laughs) I'm going to say that every time now because it's funny. Um, <laughs> so that's why. He literally, Eric, I'm sorry, buddy, to burst your bubble. That's his M.O. You come around my backyard, I'm going to kill you. That's that's this the way it is. That, it's better, that's his it's M.O. Better than man. Michael Myers, that's fine. It's like, yeah, I mean, there's, there's not much to it. but It doesn't need to be. You know, that's no. it, how it is. It's, it's how it yeah. is for all the other movies. Well, see, the thing is that Jason, Jason has always been confused as a zombie. And one of the greatest people to ever play Jason, Kane Hodder, but he's the one who actually started it. Jason, in part two, three, and four, ran after all of his victims. He never walked and somehow they turned a corner and he was there randomly. He always ran after his victims. He always got punched in the gut or stabbed or whatever. Part five is when they changed it. In part five, Jason wasn't in it, if you guys remember that one. Part five, it was an imposter. And also in part five, if you guys want to watch it, Part five has been awarded the best titties in the whole franchise. Nice. So you guys should check that out. <laughs> because the guy who directed part five is a porn director. Oh, good. Oh. Never done anything at all beside never done nothing else but porn his whole career until this movie. So he got a bunch of porn stars. And this girl has bigger than D's. God bless her. She's very smart. <laughs> well, very, good. very smart. Excellent casting then. Oh, yeah, I would think so. Three's always been my favorite. Uh, Three's when it's in 3D. Um, I own the 3D print, and you will have the worst headache in the history of headaches after watching that movie in 3D. It is terrible. Um, There's there's no depth of feel. You get yo-yo sticking out at you. You get baseball bats sticking out at you. Ironically, no weapons come at you, which is weird. That one's okay. I like that one a lot. Five is not that great. Six is the first one I watched. Six is the six was borderline PG thirteen. No titties, no swearing, just Jason killing people. And that was the first one, only one where there's kids involved as well. If you guys remember that one, man, you, you uh, no, I don't remember that one. He's he's a he's a walking. He's a walking timeline of this series. Yeah, I've I've not seen all of them either. So I mean, there's there's plenty that I am that I am missing. Well, then you gotta see part seven when it's Jason versus Carrie. Jason versus what? Carrie. I think uh, I mean a lot of them. I might be missing like five, six, and and seven. Then uh, yes, seven. Seven's a new. Uh, seven's called Friday Thirteen Part Seven: The New Blood, and it's a girl, a blonde girl. With telekinesis. Oh, I remember this now. She finds out that she can use the force, kind of like Ray did, just randomly. Yep. <laughs> yeah, oh my God. When well, oh, you yeah. confused me when you said Carrie, it's like okay, now I remember. I totally remember now. Well, that was the original title. Was Carrie? Was Jason versus Carrie? And of course, Paramount was like, "No, nah, we'll get sued." So yeah. they just <laughs> called it the New Blood. 
okay, look, we got a lot of kills. We got a lot of great. Uh, we got a lot of great storylines with. But okay, so this makes no sense. If you guys don't know this, Friday Thirteenth Part Two, Three, and Four all happen in a span of a week. Did you guys know that? No. Where did no. you hear that? No, I, I didn't. It's from the movies. Friday the Thirteenth Part One actually happens in 1979 okay part two takes place five years later which would be 1984 okay but the movie came out in 1981 anywho so it's 1984 and the movie excuse me the movie ends barf he totally just barf sorry i've I've been drinking uh the movie uh part two ends on friday the 13th uh, uh, which is which is the day Friday thirteenth. Part three starts right after part two, and it takes place on the fourteenth and the fifteenth. Part four starts right after three, and it takes place on the sixteenth, the seventeenth, and the eighteenth. Well, I guess that it's, makes sense. I mean, yeah, it all, all it all, all happens. This... I mean, I, while he was while he was uh, right before he started to tell that story, I had a timeline here, and I'm just reading it as he's talking, and he's fucking right. I'm reading it off the internet, and he's just <laughs> going from rote memory. No, uh, I, it, I mean it, it makes sense, especially just because you know, I mean, it's Jason. You got you know, got to act quick, man. Like you know, I'm yeah. No, do we know the movie where he got his hockey mask? Do we know when that happened? Is that you guys part? know. No, is it part three? I don't remember. It was part three. Do you guys do you guys know how he got his mask in, in real life? Uh no. I no. <laughs> from no, no. the go, from the set ahead. decorator. Oh, like uh like like a movie thing. Yeah, like, a movie like thing, movie, yeah. Movie knowledge. Yeah, because Steve like Miner. Legend. No, no, I didn't I didn't realize because like in the new Friday yeah. the thirteenth and Michael Bay one it, uh, or produced by Michael Bay. Yeah, then some people say my go by. But anyway, and then the newer one, whatever. It's just that he just was walking yeah. around to, and was just like, "Oh, look, I, I, a mask. I'm just gonna go ahead and wear this." You know? Yeah. This, well, happens to be lying it, around. Well, because in because in part two he had the sack on his head. He had a potato sack, and in part yeah. three, Steve Miner, who directed two and three, and you guys should know Steve Miner. He directed Halloween H two O, um, which was a great film in itself. I agree. Um, anyway, uh, the set decorator was trying to figure out what the hell they were going to do for his mask. We can't do a potato sack anymore. And the set decorator is from Detroit. What up? And he loves the Detroit Red Wings. And in his bag, he had my Detroit Red Wings goalie mask. He was like, put this on him. Fuck it. And that's how we got it. There's another reason why the Detroit Red Wings are the greatest hockey team. <laughs> Rangers. <laughs> Oh God! I'm sorry. I think we have a uh, twenty-four uh, or something years coming up for consistently being in playoffs. Yeah, well, you know, New York Rangers. What are you gonna do? <laughs> I'm not even gonna weigh in on this because I live in Penguins country. Hey, they're not bad. They did something like twenty years ago. It's Fuck okay. Crosby. <laughs> hey, it's okay. As long as you're not an Islanders fan, it doesn't matter. That's not even a team. <laughs> Anyway. <laughs> Anywho. Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. I know it's, it's just me and my knowledge of Friday the 13th. This is something for fans and, oh, God, I'm geeking over this shit. But uh, anyway. Are they going to make a new one at all? I mean, like, they, yes. they yes. have to be, right? I mean, the last one obviously did very well. Yeah, so what happened was when the Michael Bay remake came out in 2009, which was 
fucking just terrible, but it was also fun. When Whatever, it was fun. Everyone, uh, you, you knew the moment you're going into that theater what was going to happen. You already knew what was happening. You already knew what you signed up for when you when you paid for the ticket. You were voting mm-hmm. to just see a dumb slasher flick, flick with Jason in it, and everything's just going to be updated and modern, and it's going to stick to the formula, and it's just that's what it is. He's exactly right. It's exactly you know what, what it Eric. Is, dude. I will agree with you on that because when I first saw in theaters, I was disappointed because I was like, "Oh God, this is terrible." He has underground tunnels. Oh, this is stupid. Blah blah. blah. I like David, uh, uh, Derek Mears, the guy who played Jason. He was brutal as fuck. Now, as the movie is now ten years old, almost, Ugh. Ugh. Uh, almost eight years old. I I, I I grew to love it because it is. It's a stereotype, especially that long blonde hair kid. Yeah, yeah, Who's yeah. This? Typical prep fucking And rich his boy. lines in that movie's amazing. Your tits are stupendous. You have perfect nipple placement. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I say that to Gina now just to say, oh, baby, you're, you have perfect nipple placement. It's a wonderful thing. But that's, it's, just, it's only what it was. That you already knew that you saw some hot tits there, and you go, oh, I already know whose yeah. tits I'm going to be seeing. I know it. <laughs> they, they had the drugs. They, I mean, they had the party. They, everyone fit the role, and it was that, – that's why other movies like Cabin in the Woods kind of shine on that because it just plays – off yeah. of that, you know, and, yeah. but it's still slasher movies do so damn well, and we're gonna we're gonna see more and more of them. And it's great that you have different genres. It's like you know, serial killer, monster, or, or like this these types of characters, you know. Absolutely. Well, okay, okay, so okay, or answer your question. Whodunits, whodunits were, were oh were, god, who done it? Were uh, very popular for a while. Screams. I still know what you did last summer. Oh god, bless Scream. Um, the first one. Okay, so. Okay, so to answer your question there, Eric, what happened was in 2007, Paramount lost the rights to Friday the 13th. So Platinum Dunes bought it, which is Michael Bay's production company. They made the remake in 2009. They were in contract to do another one by 2011, which was going to be Friday the 13th Part 2 in the snow. Nice. Which was going to be awesome. Well, they didn't make the movie, so they lost the rights. Friday the 13th was laid dormant for a year. Paramount... Paramount bought it in 2014 to make it again. It was going to be a POV found footage slasher movie this time around. They wrote the script for it. They were getting ready for casting, but Paramount decided to scrap it. That shit is is becoming more and more popular too. POV or uh, the found footage type stuff. Not for Friday the 13th though. No, no, but that's just like you could see almost like these trends in, in movies, and it's really it's really kind of fun to see kind of this evolution. I mean, because you'll have like these lower budget or just kind of these one time shiners. Uh, you said you saw Unfriended, right? Isn't that uh, your yeah. review that's on the website? Yeah. I mean, but is that's very much kind of like a, a modern take on uh, uh, you know kind of the the footage or the POV yeah. type thing where it's very yeah. uh, very personal that, that they try to get. Uh, oh yeah, absolutely. Paranormal Activity was one that did you know. It, Blair Witch, obviously, we know that one. Oh, uh, speaking of which, I there's a few other. One. There's a few other possession ones. Yeah. Devils, Devils Do, I think, was one. Well, also the Taking of Deborah Logan, which I suggest you guys watching. <laughs> I did. Of... I did watch that. I did watch that, Jordan, and you and I talked about that. Oh that yeah, movie. that's right. You did watch it. Yeah. Yeah, I. You know, we we talked about that movie at length. I love found footage movies. I think they're some of the best. It's one of the best sort of reinventions of the the 
you know the film uh, you know of film in uh in the longest time because like y- y- when you watch a movie you want to be in- you want to be a part of it you want to think you're in there and then you watch it now the, you know you get some people who watch Blair Witch and like okay that movie makes me sick well you know it it makes you sick because you're you're taking yourself too far into it you know but a movie like the uh was it the taking of deborah logan i think was brilliant cloverfield i fucking loved um you know it just in the the art of filmmaking in that respect i think is beautiful you can do okay okay. well the other haunted films are vhs is another one record is oh yeah record is is another one these these are, are very very popular in like the the found footage category Okay, well, okay, so to go on that, would found footage be a good next part for Friday the 13th? Should Friday the 13th go found footage? If they can, if they can make it work, like, the one thing that these movies, the reason why they are actually considered good in in a lot of people's opinions or just better by standard is because they took that idea, the found footage of the POV, and they they added a particular twist to it. Uh Uh-huh. So they added okay. their, their flavor to it. If you are rebooting it with Friday the 13th, you know two things off the bat. One, that it's it's going to be a gimmick. It, you're playing into something that's already been done because you are an old business. You are an established character. You're going back and you're playing into what everyone else is doing. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, and the other part is that you'd have to add your Friday the 13th twist to it. Which yeah. would be um, okay? I mean, like, I mean, what would what would her twist be? Would you want to see a found footage with Mrs. Voorhees, or do you have to see Jason in this? Well, yeah, I guess it all would determine on the on the story and what time period. Because if it's still going to be in the '80s, then you really can't have you know uh, too much security footage. Then can you? Because well, they didn't really Paranormal a... Activity three. Yeah, the, I mean, they could do it. That they had a semi-decent excuse for that, where the guy's career was a was a wedding photographer or something like that, which I think is like the only way that they could like that. that barely is passable. It was actually okay. It was okay. I actually dig that one a lot. But uh, I don't know how they how they would do it. Like it, it had to be updated and modern. That's for sure. It had to go into the old play into the legend. Hey, did you guys hear about? Yeah, um, you know who lives around this part in Crystal Lake? Oh man, I heard that there's a serial killer. There's an old here hermit who lives up here, or you know something yeah. like that. At th- at this point, though, like people have forgotten, other than horror film lovers, that Mrs. Voorhees was the killer. Yeah. So you know it would have to be all Jason. Now, if you wanted to add an an homage to it, you could put like it was both of them. Like, you know, like, she was the one that was the the teacher of him or something like that. You could add that to the to it, an idea for updating it. But I think you'd have to, you know, you'd have to make him the killer. This is what they need to do. And I can't believe I'm saying this on Erica. Somebody's going to steal my idea. Eric and Ed, I have over 800 pages of a Friday the 13th TV show that has never been done ever. And a story that's never been told ever. And I want to make it. It's just going to cost me millions and millions of dollars. But it is – this is what they should do. My story is called Pamela, and it's about Mrs. Voorhees before she had Jason and what happened. And the end of the series is her giving birth to Jason. It's not a bad That's idea because we've not seen that before. 
We well, have but not. let me let me ask you this: Doesn't the whole series itself revolves around the fact that these kids let him die, let her mentally challenged son die? Wouldn't you have to have that be a major aspect of it? That would be at the end, because we don't know nothing about Mrs. Voorhees. Besides, the only thing we know about Mrs. Voorhees and this whole franchise is she used to work at the at the camp as a cook. And she was cooking dinner for the counselors, and the counselors were supposed to watch Jason when he went swimming. They went to the woods to fornicate, mm-hmm. and they and and he drowned. That's all we know of Mrs. Voorhees. There's no backstory at all. So okay, and, and then we find out in part six that Jason's father's name, and it's Eli. Eli Voorhees is the name of Jason's father. That's in passing. So we all know Crazy Ralph from the first two movies, right? The old guy. You're doomed. It's a death. Oh, my God. So (laughs) here was my idea for the writing of it, my little fan-made script. Why does Crazy Ralph know this? This TV series needs to be done like The Walking Dead, where it's like uh, um, Mrs. Voorhees. Well, Pamela. Her name's not Mrs. Voorhees at the point. Her parents own the camp, and she works at the camp as a 14-year-old girl. She gets pregnant by Eli Voorhees. I'm sorry, not Eli. I'm sorry, Elias. That's his name, Elias Voorhees. She gets pregnant by the corn, by the way. Yeah, she gets pregnant by Elias, and her family is shuns her essentially. So she goes and lives at the camp, and that's when she befriends Ralph, and she becomes, and he becomes kind of like her father figure. And she's pregnant with Jason. That's what the whole series should be about, is knowing all about this. And at the end of the series, have Jason born and Jason drown, and boom, go right into part one. That would be great. You could, uh, yeah, expand a little bit more on that, too, I think. It's Mm -hmm. untapped resource there. No, it's never been done before. And I would love to do that, but, again, it's 800 pages that I penciled together over years. (laughs) And I'm not going to do this whole show over my idea. However, though, they need to do another one. If they do another one, it will be 13 of them, which just makes sense. And then they stop. Friday the 13th, 13 films. Makes sense. They got to do yeah. it. But, I well, mean, y- that, you never know. Uh, not, not, if the thir- not if that one makes, you know, you know a couple hundred million. <laughs> what, what, yeah. uh, part 9 made 900 million. And they, and they haven't done, I'm um, not part 9, uh, 2009 remake made 900 million. And they haven't done one since. That's a lot of money. Uh, hold on, let me think uh, I don't leave that box office. No, no, 90. So budget was... 90 mil. I'm sorry, 90 mil. Yeah, 90 No, 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 but sorry. still. Okay, so the budget was 19 million. <clears throat> and, uh... Oh, pretty good. Yeah, 19 million, and the, and the box office was at, uh, 91 million. That's pretty goddamn good. No, that's, that's a good paycheck right there. That's a very good paycheck. So, okay, guys, there's a good question for you. With Jason in the ranking, where does he rank in slasher movie icons? Is Ooh. he top five, top two? Like, where does he rank? What would you guys say? <laughs> uh, you know, I, I think I'm going to have to put him – I mean, he's in the top three. Don't get me wrong. I mean, you know, you Jason Michael Myers, yeah, yeah, Freddy Krueger, you know, Freddy Krueger. Um, you know, I kind of like the idea of Freddy Krueger more than I like – Oh. Jason or Michael Myers, and I know you. I know you hate it. And the reason I like Freddy Krueger a little better 
is because he can attack you from he, from your dreams. Like all he has to do is like you know, like Jason. If you could just run really fast and not trip and not be a slut or a jock, you're fine. <laughs> Any you know, same thing with same thing with Michael Myers. As long as you're not a member of his family or you're not a jock or you know uh, a slut. Freddie didn't give a shit, and he had these quips. He would just like just bite at your soul when he would just have these little quips, just talking, just talking shit. He got creative too. He God did damn, too. Those kills were very, very creative. Yeah, I would say of the three major slasher characters, now Pinhead in there too, but Pinhead's you can't say three major because there are so many yeah. other major yeah. characters like that people identify with people and still right. to this day uh, yeah leprechaun you guys know leprechaun and that one is oh, oh god yeah. leprechaun <laughs> leprechaun in the hood is my one of my favorite horror films of all time <laughs> can i, hey, guys, <laughs> can I they, tell you something about leprechaun real quick just real quick i'll shut up jennifer aniston's first movie ever leprechaun one yeah looking great yeah but the, well, anyway, my, in my my favorite horror uh the quote of all time is from Leprechaun in the Hood. A friend with gold is a friend with weed is a friend indeed, but a friend with gold is the best I'm told. Yeah, like that's a <laughs> that's a beautiful fucking line. But of uh, you know of the major three, we're in you know everybody thinks of of Freddy, Michael Myers, and Jason. Jason's third. Jason's third. Oh, Jason's third for me. Uh, it's right. uh, it's rough right. to say because uh, I I. I much as I like Jason, uh, but I, I, he didn't come around until late because it was Mrs. Voorhees. And, uh, and she was still late to the game because uh, Halloween came out was the first one. Uh, you know, Mike, Michael Myers set precedent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm pretty sure that, I mean, I mean, he wasn't, it's not like he was the first slasher fic, flick, but, you know, as far as a long-established ongoing franchise that, I mean, that just kept on going. Jesus. <laughs> And you know, it's still referenced to this day. is is pretty cool. I, Paul Rudd's first movie. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I just think that uh, I don't know because the hockey mask is so iconic, though. Like that's that's the other part of it too. Is that like, yeah, top five? Then I would say top five for sure. Like un- undoubtedly, Jason. You see, for me, it's of course we all know my answer is number one. Number two is uh, Michael, number three, is Freddy. But if we go with those three. But also, like you said, Eric, we're forgetting some Godfathers. We're forgetting Norman Bates. Uh, we're forgetting... Well, we're just talking about these three. Cause, not, you know, not, okay. not a horror, but we'll go, like, just just slasher, pretty much, what, you know? Yeah, but a lot of people argue that the original Psycho was the Godfather slasher, though. Sure, sure, that, and, right? and I won't hold them to that at all. I mean, I would put Norman Bates on that list if somebody wanted to do that because he is, he is textbook creepy as shit, too. That guy's got psycho-ass yeah. issues, too. And, uh, yeah, he's the, mo- he's the most psychologically fucked up of all the characters that have been created in that, in, in and, that genre. It, and that TV it. show is, is a good one to watch, too. Like, Bates. Uh, Bates. Oh, Bates Motel. Oh, yeah. That's a good show. Great so, show. So, you know, like, yeah, you could definitely put, put on that list. Uh, let's see, Michael Myers, Jason. Um, who else? Freddy, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean. Chucky, we're getting Chucky. Hey, see, the other one's Chucky. Yeah. And, Ed, you did say Pinhead. Pinhead. Which, which I, I got to admit to, I never seen any Hellraiser movies until just in 2015, when what? all of them were released on Netflix. 
And I watched them all, and I was like, yeah, they suck. Or uh, but... Crypt Keeper. Oh, yeah. Ah. Good one, Eric. See, like, a lot of them. Great one. <laughs> that was a good one. Crypt Keeper's the shit. Which, uh, by the way, uh, uh, Guillermo del Toro is remaking a show of that, by the way. Wonderful. You is know, he really? I, I don't care, because I, I, any, any show like that, I always have always been a fan of. For I have been called out many times. I told you guys, I think, that uh, for, on New Year's, I just love binge-watching Twilight Zone. Fucking my, yeah. fav- my favorite thing. Mm-hmm. And I get shit for it all the time. I'm like, you guys don't, you guys don't even appreciate this shit. Sit down, watch it. You know, learn some morals <laughs> through the Twilight Zone. There's something on the wing. Something on the wing. I think John Lithgow did a much better job of that. Than yeah. William Shatner. I owned the movie on, on DVD and yeah, R.I.P. Vic Morrow, I guess. But I I, I like that. I love that movie a lot. So here's like towards kid, the end of my question. Is fucked up, so this man. is this is this is a great question for you guys. I thought about this. Wait, Children of the Corn. Like I said before like that's that's another. Well, Children of the Corn is a great one. Lindo Hamilton's in that one too. See, that's a good one. Okay, guys, here's a good question for you. This is towards the end of my questions. Are we sad that there is not the iconic serial killer slasher icons today like there was back in the 80s when we were growing up? There is no, no Jason Michael Freddy. Today um, we have... We have uh, remakes. We have remakes today. That's, that's all we true. have. No, no, that's we not don't. true at all. No, no, no. Stop that. You have uh, um, the Jigsaw. Jigsaw pup. Yeah, Jigsaw Puppet. The paranormal activity ghost person thing, whatever that. Yeah, yeah. Is. No, paranormal that, activity spirit. J- okay, got... Jigsaw's legitimate, but that <laughs> paranormal activity ghost thing. No, no, is no, no. Who's the um, who's the sinister one? I don't know uh, the sinister one. Okay, sinister has three movies now. And, oh, does it? Uh, yeah, and so that keeps on going. And uh, oh, it's it's a it's a oh, I need to look it up. But it's it's like a, a spirit or uh, some sort of evil tormented demon go- uh, or something like that. But yeah, okay. that's that's a, a theme. That's a, a character for that franchise is what is pretty much what it is. Okay, fine. How about this? I will retract my statement. I mean, do it, you it, feel that these new generation slasher villains are on the same level as the ones that we had when we were growing up? Not even close. No, certainly not. not. Let, let, let's just go to like the let's just go to like the lesser known characters from the eighties, like fucking Cujo, okay? Or you know, you, you know, like Damien Jaws. from the seventies, da- Jaws, uh, Damien from the Omen. Yeah. Um, you know what the fuck's his name? I mean, okay, the only one in my opinion that holds a, okay, you got Jigsaw, and then from the nineties, what the fuck they call a the guy from Screams? Uh, Ghostface. Ghostface. Yeah. Ghostface. Ghostface. And then, and then, kind of, sort of, Candyman, maybe, but none of them hold a candle to these guys from the '80s. Now, if you want to go way back and you want to say Dracula or the Thing, or uh, you know, uh, what was his name from the Cabinet of Doctor Caligari? You want to go all the way back there? You know, those that that's a different story. But from our childhood. You know, I mean, Candyman was the first one that I was ever introduced to horror movie-wise, and that never did it for me. It wasn't until the these kinds of series, the Friday the 13th, Michael Myers, and Nightmare on Elm Street series, that I got into horror. Nothing 
today, like, you know, the, uh, Jigsaw, okay, you want to play a game, and he makes people do some fucked up shit, and that doctor from uh, Human Centipede is fucked up. But it's, <laughs> but, but today, it's more about, like, they're really fucked up. There's a, there's a something wrong with them to where they're manipulating situations, and they're sewing people's mouths to their assholes. You they're know, human. Like, Right, whereas right, whereas we the the characters we grew up with, Jason, Michael Myers, you know, Freddy Krueger, they were they were demonic. You tried to kill them, Jason. No matter what movie he was in, and no matter how what whenever it's in, like the idea that he's just soaking wet because he's a drowned, mentally challenged child, you know, or or Freddy Krueger, who's a fucking demon who haunts your who haunts your dreams, ah, you know, Captain Spaulding. Or, how about that one? Oh, <laughs> House of Corpses. <laughs> yeah. Good one. That's a good... Those are so well done. Rob Zombie's a fucking brilliant horror filmmaker. Yeah, he, did, he, he, he did the new Halloween, too. Mm-hmm. Which I'm not and I thought he of. I thought he did that movie justice. Yeah. I, lo- I love his idea of Michael Myers in, in, in those... No. In, this, is, this is not a... No, 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 no. Okay, I'm going to argue on this one. I'm going to piss now. No. What makes Michael Myers scary is in the first Halloween movie, he is white suburbia. Nothing bad happens in white suburbia. There is no reason. There is no M.O. The kid just fucking snaps. In Rob Zombie's world, he is white trailer trash that kills rats, that has a stepdad that's a monster stripper, and every single word that comes out of their mouth is fuck. And it doesn't make him scary. It makes per. It makes perfect it sense, bro. That makes make perfect. Him scary. No, it makes. But it makes perfect sense that that kind of person, you have no idea who his dad is. The the fucking horror metachlorians created him. Okay, you know you have no idea who this guy's dad is because you know obviously he's a giant and his mom and then his stepdad who I, I can't remember the actor's name but he's a really good actor. He's been in quite a few things and I, and I really like his work. Uh, but like it's he he just fucking kills him because he flips because he, he like he the the kid it, the kid's mentally challenged kind of sort of he's socially awkward and he just flips a switch no. and then all of a sudden he's gone that, and, it, that, and yeah. it creates the story I like that actually gives you the backstory I think it's I think it's beautiful that Danny Trejo no. kill scene was uh was yeah rough. was a pretty hard one man. Because he, because he was like, listen, you, Michael, you, Mikey, Mikey, you know me, you know me, I don't do this, you, Mikey. Mikey. He, I was good to you, Mikey. Oh, yeah. that heartbreak. Yeah. Oh, Look, my God, I'm he still gonna, fucking kills him. I'm not going to disagree that there's a lot of great kills in the Rob Zombie remake, but my only statement is, and I'll make it a little bit more clear, what I liked about the original Halloween was Michael Myers was a kid that just snapped. We had no reason. The movie opens up with him putting on a mask and killing his sister. There's no reason. That's what's scary. He's your next door neighbor. He's the kid that your kids played with. He's the kid next door next to you in science class. And he just went batshit crazy. The remake gave him all of these MOs to be crazy, and it didn't make it scary. It wasn't. I agree. I agree with that. I will. I will agree and concede that point that it doesn't make it scary. What makes it scary? Is the realism combined with the fact that we already have a back uh, a known story? Like we know where this is going to go. Yeah. For, minus just, season. Yeah. Minus season of the witch. Minus season of the witch. That's amazing. <laughs> but but we in in Jordan, you and I have had this conversation. You know that 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 
Halloween is my favorite horror series. I fucking love Halloween. I don't know why you okay. would, because you got part six with Paul Rudd, God bless him. <laughs> but I just think the idea, like you had said, white suburbia, where nothing bad ever happens, and the same M.O. that everybody else has, except for the fact that he he just goes to the dark side. Like, he... We now know the, the the backstory, but before then, it's just like you had said. He just goes to the dark side. He's just gone. He's just, he's just there, and he just kills fucking people. He's trying to end his his family lineage. He's trying to make himself like his family's so fucked up. He wants to end every bloodline to his family. That's why I like him. Yeah, but then also you would argue though that Jason's just the same though because Jason's only mo is you come around my backyard, I'm gonna kill you. I mean, that's why Jason, I think, is a better overall character because, to me, he's more menacing. He's more crazy. He has better kills. Michael Myers doesn't have really great inventive kills after the first two. And, and that's true, but to, to argue that point, if that were the case, if he, if Jason's just a hermit and, you know, and he's not going to – he only kills you if you go in his backyard and whatever, then why the fuck would anybody go near Camp Crystal Lake other than to be, you know, fucking idiots? Why do kids smoke the devil's the lettuce? Myers, because nothing's the, wrong going to happen. Reason, the reason Michael <laughs> Myers is so scary is because it could happen anywhere. Oh, you're kids in white do it all the time. Just, uh, <laughs> oh, Ed, 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 your point is not valid. Eric, you agree with me Oh, my this. God. You cannot <laughs> say that because this, this, is why, this is why you can't say that. And, Eric, after this, I'll shut up. I'm sorry. You can't say that kids won't go into Camp Crystal Lake because of Jason, because if that's the truth, then kids would say, hey, wait a minute, if I fuck this bitch without a condom, I could get the AIDS. And you're still doing get, you're, get, you're adding two plus two and getting potato. Ah. You're, you're, you're just not, it's apples and oranges you're comparing, bro. Eric, like, I'll shut up. Go ahead, buddy. What's your argument? I'm sorry, buddy. No, no. Uh, I guess the, the one thing that I'd have to say about it is that I would – Halloween, I, I think it did hold a lot more weight just for that simple reason that yeah, it, it was white suburbia and it was it was a normal night like any other night on Halloween night, you know, and you walk on you're walking to and from school like you normally do. There's that I care in the world. I'm going. Guess what I'm doing tonight? I'm going to a Halloween party. No, I'm just gonna stay in and do trick or treats tonight. Jamie Lee yeah. Curtis, you know, and then hmm. shit starts happening, you know, like that's that's messed up. Where uh, going out, going to location, rather than being at your location, uh, is not going to hold the same weight. When you are going somewhere, it's, it's already scary. It's already new. I don't know where anything is type thing. Okay. But when you're in the safety and the confines of your own house, and like it's, it's like the people you know all around you, it's your everyday routine that's getting fucked up, then it's a, it's a bit more creepy. That that, uh, yeah. that that one corner that you, you drive by all the time, or that, that one view you see out your window, if you just see fucking Mike Myers just kind of standing there, who, who's going to be a scarier uh, thing? That, if you were to look out your window right now, if you saw Jason standing there or Michael Myers, like I, would, I, would, I think that I would move a little bit faster if it was Mike Myers. Jason, well, we, uh, Jason I think we all like, know my the, answer. <laughs> Jason, be like, what the fuck is that guy doing? This ain't Crystal Lake. Jason, what are you doing? You know? <laughs> Good point. That's a that's a hell of a great point. Look, I think I, I think the '80s uh, des, uh, deserves all three of these guys we were talking to. I, I I personally just feel Jason's better. I have more fun watching his movies. But I do agree with you on Ed and Eric. I don't know if you said it too. If you do, I, I agree with you too. That that Nightmare on Elm Street does have better kills. I mean that that is yeah. that's definitely a 
That's he definitely that, a given. those girls' cheeks that one kill. Yes, <laughs> yes, when he turned into a cockroach. That was amazing. He, that was part four. <laughs> and he kills That's Johnny what? Depp. Which, even one. though Johnny Depp's one of my favorite actors, it's hard to do because he totally like it's one of the better kills in the whole franchise. When he, you know he just fucking like he just kills him. And if, Eric, you know what I mean? Do me a favor. I wanted to end this with you guys to show you how much of a much of a fucking nerd I am. Can you please pull up Nightmare on Elm Street film series when you get a chance? And Edward, I'm gonna do this for all three. Maybe not. You guys can stop me because we can end the show on this one. Edward, ask me when he pulls it up. To name all the Nightmare on Elm Street movies in order with titles. Can you? I don't know. Can I? This will be interesting. All right. Hang on. Uh, here we Eric. go. I'm ready okay. when you are. All right. So the first one came out in 1984, and that's Nightmare on Elm Street. Second one was 1985, A Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2. Well, Nightmare on Elm Street 2, Freddy's Revenge. The second one came on. The uh, third one came on in 1987, which is Nightmare on Elm Street, The Dream Warriors. Next one came out in 88, I believe, which was the Dream uh, Master, mm -hmm. the fourth one. The next one came out in 89, which was the Dream Child. The next one was 1991, Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare. The next one was 1994, which was Wes Craven's New Nightmare. And then the last one was 2004 with the uh, uh, Freddy vs. Jason remake. I mean, movie. You were close. You were close. close. I was close? Yeah. What did uh, I miss? If Freddy vs. Jason was 2003, and then they oh. had another one, 2000, the Michael Bay one. Oh, the, okay, 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 the Michael Bay remake. But the, okay. but your your buddy Sean Cunningham, you know, had had uh, he was the producer of uh, was it was Freddy vs. Jason? Well, he had to be because he owned the rights to it. Yeah. Um. Okay. So Friday Thirteenth series, and Edward, I'm gonna fuck you with with uh, Halloween. I'm gonna freak you out. But Friday Thirteenth is part one, part two. Three in 3D, four is the final chapter, five is the new beginning, six is uh, Jason Lives, seven is the new blood, eight is Takes Manhattan, nine is the final Friday, and then we have Freddy vs. Jason and then the remake. Oh, I'm sorry, Jason X came out uh, after number nine, and then the Freddy vs. Jason remake. Did you remember uh, Jason Lives? Jason Lives was number six, New Blood was number seven, Takes Manhattan was number eight. Number nine was the final Friday. Number ten was Jason X and the remake. Yep. Now, Edward, go. Edward, this is the last thing, and I'm done with my nerdum. You say that you're a Halloween fan. I can name all of the fucking movies, all the Halloween movies. I certainly hope so. I'm. Uh, I can't. <laughs> it is Halloween. Halloween two. Halloween three. Season of the Witch. Halloween four. The Return of Michael Myers. Halloween 5, The Curse of Mike... No, The Revenge of Michael Myers. 5 is Revenge. 6 is Curse. Then it's Halloween H2O. Yep. Then it's Resurrection. Bust and then rhymes. the two remakes. Bust of Rhymes. Yep. And Tyra there you Banks. go. <laughs> so, officially to the fans and to you guys, I am the biggest fucking nerd in the history of this planet. No, you're you are a horror film nerd. I absolutely concede that point. <laughs> I have all these movies, by the way. I'm just saying. <laughs> Every single one. All right. Every... So let's uh, let's go in order here, Jordan. We already know your an what your answer is going to be, but let's go ahead and just hear it out. All right. What do you think of them? What do you think of the series? 
Overall, this series deserves. Uh, oh my God! What's the ranking again? It's uh, <laughs> it's 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 uh, it's uh, it's own it, own it, see it, stream it, and uh, don't bother. Don't, right? Don't bother. Yes. Uh okay. Let's be realistic here. Um, stream it. I mean, stream it honestly, because this day and age, these kids are not going to be scared by any of these movies. I know I'm going to show my kid these movies. He's going to smack me and say, what the fuck is this? Uh, uh, but this, but I say stream it because if you definitely want to check these out, it's something to watch. I would say watch one, two, three, and four. Then really after that, if, 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 uh, if you're a fan, watch the other ones. But if you're not, then screw it. It's something that's not for you. But I do say watch the Friday 13th TV show, which has nothing to do with it. But, uh, yeah, I mean, like, it's, it's a... Overall, uh, I think Friday 13th is a good series for me. Unfortunately, I don't think a lot of people are going to love it as much as I do or the other people that I know, so stream it for me. Ed, what about you? Well, um, obviously the first one is my my favorite, like we had said. Um, so that one, that one specifically is definitely an own. All the way up 2, 3, and then through the New Blood... I would definitely, uh, you know what, I don't personally own them, but I would recommend highly uh, to, that you at least see them. Uh, you know, maybe if you, if you like the series more than I do, then own them. Definitely, It's definitely worth the money, no matter what, you know, little, uh, whether a couple, probably ten bucks a pop. After that, there's no need to see any of these films other than to say that you saw them. <laughs> I, I, you know, I mean, the, the remake is what it is. I actually do own the remake because it was in the $5 bin at Walmart. Oh, you was shut up, sir. It, no, I do. I do own the remake because it was in the $5 bin and I was probably taking it, taking part in some kind of intoxicating device. And I do own, own the remake. Um, you should definitely at least watch the remakes, stream them. That being said, uh, you know, you have to at least watch every single one of these movies if you have any enjoyment out of horror movies. Therefore, because even though I think you should own the first one, watch two, three, and four, forget about the rest of them until the remake, I would say you should at least uh, what was it own it stream it stream, watch it uh, own it watch it stream it don't bother I would I would I would or rent it I think it was rent it anyway oh, I, whatever spend money on it and spend money on it to see it don't stream it don't steal from these guys but I would definitely I would definitely uh, at least rent them and watch them okay so watch Eric, what about you, buddy? Uh, short and sweet. I just say that uh, the the last three that were made in the two thousands, uh, just watch those. That that's fine. Uh, really? In, in today's standards, yeah, I think that you're with today's standards. If you if you're looking to be like historic about it, then you're not gonna need me to tell you to, to watch it, probably because you're you've already seen it, or it's something that you you'd go back into it. But if you're new or fresh to it or need to catch up on it, I'd say. It's Jason. You already you're probably already familiar with the character. He is very popular in 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 our culture. So I mean, he's an iconic figure, and you probably just just start just right out of the gun. Go go Jason X, Freddy vs Jason, and then the new one. 
Don't you don't need the really? Watchmen order? Just I say just do those. Just because they're they're just fun movies. Those three movies are just for the fun of it, and that's that's why I think uh, okay th- those deserve a little bit more. It's just because okay. that, that's the new type of, of horror that I like, or the slash that I like is a movie that's just like you know what, fuck this. We're gonna go. <laughs> we're gonna just do it. We're just gonna go ahead and, and uh, you know, when people ask, hey, why did you do that? And there you can answer because I wanted to. Because that day was a Tuesday and I had I had a cinnamon bagel. That's why. <laughs> it was a good day. I was feeling chipper. I said, you know what, everybody? No, let's do it, okay? Get on the boat. Let's go. Something like that. So Fair that, enough. I say just, Fair enough. Whereas the other ones, you know, a little, little bit more, I think it tries to take it a little more seriously, and there's a lot of history in there. But no, fucking just, just okay. have a ball with it. Check them out. Yeah, okay. All right, well, guys, we hope everybody enjoys our review here of the Friday 13th Retrospective Series episode. Uh, we will be back next time for, I believe, Hail Caesar. Is that correct? Yeah, Hail sounds, Caesar? Sounds right. I'm yep. excited to go see it. I'm going to go see it. Oh, yep, yeah. Yep, oh, yep, yeah. yep, yep. Looking forward to it. And then after Hail Caesar, we're going to be reviewing Deadpool. Nice. Which, oh, boy. That's, that's gonna oh, be, that's going to be I'm so excited. much fun. I'm going to have to pre-order my tickets. Oh, my God. And, Eric, I loved that poster that you sent us in the Messenger, the uh, the fake romantic teaser poster with Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> yeah. the, the real legit poster. That they have. Yeah, that's amazing. So, but, yep, yeah, make sure to check this out. Make sure to check us out on iTunes. Search Movie Guys Podcast. Check us out at MovieGuysPodcast.com on Twitter, on Facebook. And other than that, guys, we'll have more interviews coming your way and other reviews, so keep on checking. So uh, this is Jordan, and thank you so much for Eric and Ed. Uh, have a good night, guys. Thank <laughs> you.